Nintendo! Want a Nintendo Switch? Of course you do! That's right, this week Nintendo is teaming up with IGN to give one of you lucky NVC fans a chance to win a Nintendo Switch. Just go to go.ign.com slash nvcgiveaway for more info. Switching it back to you guys. I'm Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. And coming up on Nintendo Voice Chat, we're going to lead off the show with basically our, our post show from the Nintendo Direct on April 12th. When we come back from that, and if you've seen it before, skip ahead 30 minutes, you're going to hear Brendan and Pear's thoughts on Nintendo Direct and their takeaways. We're going to follow that up with talking about the Nintendo Classic and its dis discontinuation, which sucks, quite frankly, but we're going to have some choice words about that. Finally, we're going to talk about games we're playing. So check out our post show. Listen! Welcome back. I'm Jose Otero. This is Brian Altano. Hey. And this is Marty hey Silva. And we are Nintendo Voice Chat here, IGN's official sort of Nintendo show. <laughs> and Brian is causing powers with his mind. <laughs> let's add, let's causing some special effects with his mind, but let's yeah. ask now. Uh, really quick, let's begin with the initial Nintendo Direct reaction. I want your high points and I want your hot takes. Can we do it in one word? Start with one word. Busy. Busy. Okay, <laughs> explain me a second. What would you say? Oh, that, that would have been my word. Uh, this is uh, two words, release dates. Okay. Right. Which I was super impressed by. Okay. Uh, you know, one of the big problems with the, throughout the entire life of the Wii U was that uh, Nintendo would release a game, we would turn it on our system, play it, and then they'd go dark for a while. Yeah. Right. Uh, what this did is showed us a reason why seemingly every week up through uh, Splatoon's launch, we are going to have something to play. Yep. And it yep. also yep. showed us why 3DS, you know, is still relevant. It seems like we're getting big tentpole first-party stuff every month or so, mm -hmm. and then a bunch of cool sort of like retro or indie or third-party things mm -hmm. in between, which is literally exactly the perfect scenario for Nintendo mm -hmm. Switch. Okay. That's exactly what you want, so people right? wanted. Uh, you said busy. Why yeah. would you say busy? Uh, just format-wise, if you look at um, the average sort of E3 press conference, they're usually sort of like drawn out, a little more slower paced. There's long winding. Uh, the old versions had a lot of PowerPoint slides. The new versions have uh, devs who come on and talk uh, and sort of ad nauseum. This was every sometimes 10, 20, 30 seconds. Boom, brand new topic. Boom, brand new announcement. Yeah. Sometimes it was almost like, wait, did they announce a new, oh, new thing. Okay, yeah, well, right, did they announce right, a new yeah. whole, yeah. They jokingly said, let's speed run through headlines at the start, and yeah. I was not prepared for just how much and how quickly the information was being presented. Yeah. It was almost like there was no, at one point during the show while we were watching this here, you said, Breathe. Take a yeah. minute yeah. to breathe. I mean, this felt the format felt like WarioWare, and I thought at the end <laughs> we'd get WarioWare, and I was just like, oh, maybe this is all like a, there's 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 a reason for the madness. Maybe yeah. instead of WarioWare games, now we just get them in playable and press conference. <laughs> so my word for this direct would be middling, and I say mm -hmm. that because I think the first party stuff still looks good. Yeah. I yeah. feel like uh, there's also a promise for more coming. With they're going to have a lot more to say about Splatoon. I think. They're struggling to present what ARMS is. I think that fight went on way too long. Mm -hmm. And I thought that um, when we got to the third-party stuff, at least on Switch, I still don't see big, exciting announcements. I see stuff that has existed in other places totally. before. Granted, there's a lot of genre variety there, and I think yeah. that they deserve credit for mm -hmm. that. 
Um, and I would not take that credit away. And we're going to get into it, but like even, uh, and I think there were smart moves in there, like getting Minecraft on there early. Yeah. You brought that up oh, while that's we were just sitting here. Yeah, I yeah. think if you look at uh, the Nintendo Switch launching at the gate really strong, really fast, you know, sort of like, think about it like F-Zero, yep. right? You hit the button at the right time, you get that jump start. This was sort of like a little speed ramp to get yeah. them to E3. I don't think this is a, like... I don't think we needed the biggest thing in the world to carry them over, but um, I agree with that. I, point. I think that yeah. like we're getting a lot of E3, and like I was saying before this even started, depending on how good or bad uh, something like this is, right? A Nintendo Direct, I think, a weak Direct during the Wii U era was devastating. A middling Direct during the Nintendo Switch era, right, right before now, E3. right before E3, not so bad. Yeah, I can well, handle that. And I will say they're giving 3DS a really good send off, and we're mm -hmm. going to get into that in a minute. But we're yeah. going to lead off with Switch stuff. But I do want to say, at least based on the first party stuff, I, I feel like. Okay, so so far this direct tells me you're saving Mario Odyssey. Yep. You're saving Splatoon, more Splatoon 2, Xenoblade 2, Fire Emblem Warriors, and other surprises as DLC. your focus yeah. for yeah. E3. Which I think is great. That's honestly. smart. Like, yeah. what, I'm excited. Also, the fact that ARMS is releasing pretty much during E3 means they're not going to devote a lot of time to it yeah. at the right. press conference. Um, yeah, I'm honestly hoping for a strong Mario push. Games that haven't been announced. Those games you mentioned. Yeah. Maybe talking about online, talking about virtual console. Okay, yeah. so let, let's drill down then. Let's start with uh, Nintendo. Nintendo Switch games, and let's begin with, I mean, passing mention on Mario Kart 8, we knew that was going to happen mm -hmm. April 28th. Let's lead off with Splatoon, which to me was a high point, yeah. because they started talking about Salmon Run, which is a sort of horde mode. It's yeah, a totally. PvE mode that's in the game. Yeah. That's great, because it was very light on single-player content the first time around. Sure. Yeah. How'd you guys think of that? I mean, Splatoon, or Nintendo as a whole, is one of those, like, we haven't had a lot of games that support a horde mode-ish mode on a Nintendo console. Sure. You know, there's stuff like, you know, Halo, Gears, Uncharted. These all have those sort of things. Yeah. Uh, it's cool that a tentpole Nintendo first party game is getting that because Horde mode like that is awesome. So I, I'm, I'm also, really stoked to be I found the art direction of this level very fascinating mm -hmm. on a Splatoon level because usually they're sort of Right and neon and energized and this is dark and grim and Dude, like gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks like 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 a, a fish like a, a really sad fishing show. <laughs> like I like it. No, yeah, and there's a there's a grim apocalypse to Splatoon that yeah. is not mentioned except in like text form. Right. I feel like this is the first time they've actually shown yeah. it to people. They also show like these new enemies, these chum. I like that the whole presentation <laughs> for Splatoon continues to be this nature special that you yeah. just kind of wandered into. This was like the dark chapter of the nature special. Though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like this a lot, and like, they become overrun. Yeah. Like we were saying in the pre-show, you know, we want more content that'll work offline. I'm hoping that's what this leans into. Yeah, you know, that maybe you could play with bots. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A great point. Yeah, yeah, but you were saying one of the things uh, they really needed to do was sort of differentiate weapon-wise and ability-wise why this is different than Splatoon One. Mm -hmm. And aside from the sort of down and out ability to revive a teammate. Uh, we didn't really get that in terms of weapons. Mm -hmm. right. yeah, yeah, and I almost wonder if going through the footage again, will we see things they haven't shown before? Sure. Maybe. I yeah. couldn't tell just quickly watching, sure. but I'm, yeah. trust yeah. us to go through this footage. There's, with a, oh, yeah, of course. there's a thin line with sequels between if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And I think this is sort of treading that carefully right now, That's no good pun point. intended, yeah. but I really hope that um, we do start to see this game absolutely define itself as, as a brand new entry in the franchise and not what just feels like more cool stuff from the original game. Mm -hmm. All right, so then let's lean into ARMS at this point. So ARMS has a... Oh, so Splatoon 2, by the way, is coming out July 21st. ARMS is uh, released uh, June 16th, yeah. um, which uh, is the week of E3 2017. It's that Friday. Business. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, but it is just in time for the spring deadline that Nintendo set when they yeah. announced the title back in January. Right. But let's talk about what they showed. So Min Min, a new character who has uh, ramen, ramen arms. arms. Ramen yeah. arms. And like ramen, a ramen stage that was yeah. set in like a ramen bowl. Yeah, it yep. looked like a ramen bowl, absolutely. Uh, and they showed uh, briefly a 2v2 mode that just looked crazy. Um, and they staged a battle with an announcer that 
to me, this went too long. Yeah. Um, but granted, let's let's look at this for what it is. Uh, a fighting game, a new fighting game at that, is a hard thing to sell because yes. unless you are into fighting games, and I don't know if we're necessarily the fighting game crowd, sure. like I casually kind of yeah, play yeah, around yeah. with different Same. games, love watching my Street Fighter Five tournaments yeah. and my Smash tournaments, but uh, overall, I'm not sure if this game is going to find that middle ground yet. And yeah. I was hoping for more than one character reveal today, and so far all we got was one. Yeah, this looks like a... It, it seems like it's having a little bit of an identity crisis in terms of being a fighting game on, like, are you going to be deep and serious enough to be in the same breath as some of those games you mentioned before sure. and maybe have a place at Evo some year? Or is this more a casual pick-up-and-play, have fun? Like, it, it has some, like, Power Stone vibes to mm -hmm. me, but not yeah. quite as party-oriented. And I think, I think the answer is it's a little bit of both, mm -hmm. um, but it's going to have a tough time finding that exactly what it needs to be because I think when you play this game with motion controls it definitely feels a little more button mashy it yeah. definitely feels a little more casual which is crazy though because that'll get you beat up so quickly like yeah. there is a, a, a methodology and there a meticulous sort of approach to how you have to fight someone yeah. yeah and I do think the first part of this presentation specifically this fight you're seeing right here is showing you that mm -hmm. I just think it went on a little too long it needed yeah. a bit more energy um, you know, when you think of some other fighting games, this is not to knock this for not having this, but there's sort of a flare at the end, like, oh man, they have their super, it's gonna go down. I feel like yep. I didn't really get that here. Yeah, even though yeah. I may have gotten it and just, it happened and I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, I think characters are really gonna define this, and if people lock into the ones they really love, you might get a sort of like, I'm, I am getting minor, like, sort of Overwatch vibes from the way yeah, they're, the color, in, they're art in, the color art direction, the way they're, they're sort of overemphasizing the character, which is a very good place to be, right? Yeah. And the, the setting looks cool, the art direction's awesome, uh, it's, it's bright. Right and beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just want to see like how this really pans out. Like, if, if you buy this game, is this going to be something that you'll predominantly want to play in single yeah. player, my, multiplayer? My like, one worry is that everything I've seen so far, nothing looks bad, but the whole thing seems slight. A little bit. Yeah. Like, I just don't know what the meat and potatoes here yet. And sure. that's not saying there aren't going to be. That's just no. saying that I haven't really seen them yet. I agree. And I think the 2v2 mode is a smart way to mm -hmm. at least get into some of that. I was hoping they would go more into what this mm -hmm. game is. Instead, it started with a recap and then mm -hmm. led to this fight, which, again, I... I wasn't overjoyed with, but let, let's move on then with one more Orange-related thing, which was that they uh, announced a Neon Joy-Con set, yeah. a Neon Joy-Con strap. Yep. Um, so if you're familiar with Joy-Con pricing, that's $80 for two of them. Uh, the color's really rad, and then you have uh, also a, a strap attachment that mm -hmm. can go with yeah. it for $7.99 normally. At least those are U.S. prices. Yeah, and, you know, and then this, is, thing, yeah, sorry. this thing is bizarre. So this is called the Joy-Con uh, AA Battery Accessory. This to me rolls right off the tongue. Is, it <laughs> rolls right off the tongue, and it it is a, it's sort of a thoughtful accessory that I don't think anyone wanted. And when no, I say thoughtful, yeah. what I mean by that is just that they're taking into consideration the folks that play arms are going to forget to basically attach them to their system to charge them, so that you don't have to go through the weight. You just slap these things on, you're ready to go. It looks like they attach by the rail, <laughs> but. That's not the thing that drains power the fastest. Yeah. Uh, ex well, except if you're when you're playing portably, which yeah. is the yep. issue, right? Like the Switch itself needs a battery pack. Did the Joy-Con need one when they last for twenty hours? It mm -hmm. reminds me. It seems like it's for people who want to play arms, but also weight train a little bit. It's like when Goku does push-ups and double yeah. gravity, so you can be playing arms with a little bit of extra weight. You no, know, it's like those guys who are really good at running and they put weights on their legs. Yeah, like we're like, doing. You don't have to show yeah. off. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is it kind of asks a question like, who is this for specifically? Mm -hmm. But I will say that the neon Joy Cons are really cool. Yes, when I agree. we first saw the Joy Con colors, um, we geeked out about the fact that like Nintendo is constantly re-releasing different colored 3DSs. But going through that whole process of like system transfers and buying a brand new system for 200 bucks, it's 
kind of not ideal, yeah. right? But the idea of here, I mean, Per Schneider, who does NVC with us, uh, he has a whole bunch of different Joy-Cons, and he just he's like, today I'm going to go double blue. I'll go yeah, red. It's like choosing a tie. Accessorize. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's cool that this yellow one is very much like the yellow in the title of Arms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that clues me in that I could totally see for a Splatoon, we get these neon green and purples. Yeah, for yeah, Mario, yeah, we get yeah. red and white. And yeah. I think that's a cool move. Well, here's the thing, right? No matter how we feel about the Joy-Con AA battery pack accessory, I'm saying it right Stop for the it. sake Stop of saying it, it right. <laughs> I will say, though, that this is the first time so far with Switch where they've released something that is an attachment to the system itself. Yeah, that's a good point. This, this is going to continue. Like, I don't know what the accessories will be, and yeah. I don't think we could even in our most lucid dreams. But I believe that there will be games that will come out with a specific accessory attached to what it does and do, why. Do you remember when the 3DS got the boat? The, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to be that for the Switch. Yeah, this but is, yeah. hopefully not as garish or as uh, repulsive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that thing was comfortable. It was just ugly to look <laughs> yeah. at. All right, so uh, we had a Minecraft Switch Edition is coming May 11th, mm -hmm. um, and that it supports eight players online, four in local local multiplayer, even in tabletop mode. You can play four player split screen. That's cool. Uh, and uh, it includes the Super Mario Mashup Pack. Retail version will ship later. So yeah. it includes, right? It's not like that's not separate DLC. Yes. No, okay, it's it in the pack. Included nice. In the pack. Yeah. I think that's really and, uh, cool. You can buy whatever Minecraft uh, DLC has come out that is cleared. Yeah. You can't have the Microsoft. Sure. This, this, is, this is undeniably huge. This is one of the biggest video games ever in the history of the medium. Uh, it took years for Minecraft to come to Wii U, and I, I think they were a little late to the party on that. I was glad when it finally showed up to get this because this is awesome. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I've played like a hundred hours of Minecraft. Okay. I love this game, um, and I'm not even like I'm not a, a little kid, as you yeah. can see, yeah. who hunches over a, a system like that and plays for hundreds of hours like they did on iOS, mm -hmm. Kindle, uh, uh, tablets everywhere. Yeah. Um, so this could be this could be really big and yeah. it's right around the corner. Okay, really quickly before we go into some third party, I do want to mention the standalone dock is uh, going to show up at retailers next month. Yep. So you can stop raiding the Nintendo online store yep. uh, to buy all the replacement docks, which you is... Can, uh, you can now scratch your Switch screen in any room of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Uh, so the Switch third party section, this is where my attention started to wane a bit yeah. because I feel like even though the variety is there for at least genre, from the genre perspective, uh, Nindies look better to me. Yeah. Nindies honestly look better to me. The, 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 the Nindies presentation the week of the Switch launch was more exciting yeah. to me. I mean, a lot of the third-party stuff I looked at and was like, well, why isn't it more than that? When, when right. we got uh, Rayman Legends, I was like, well, why isn't also Rayman Origins and just pack all of them in together? Well, when we got Le Monop Legends is sort of like a hybrid of Origins. Like, kind of yeah. yeah. But it's, it, I, you're yeah. right. Yeah, but then when, and then we got Monopoly, and you said immediately, you're like, there are officially licensed like Zelda, Pokemon, Mario, Mario Monopolies. Yeah. Like... Put that on there. That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Instead yeah. of Monopoly theme Monopoly. Yeah. It, um, it, it feels like a lot of these are like sort of like, hey, we're, we're figuring out Virtual Console. You're yeah. going to be able to download a ton of classic games. Just here's some stuff before that. Like, let, Give us time to figure that out. So yeah, I think it also shows, sorry, it just also shows that third parties are taking this wait and see approach. Yes. They're very much yeah. going, That's exactly all right, it. let's see where this goes. Yeah. And they're leaning, some of them are leaning into nostalgia. Namco did that with the, uh, yeah. the sort of the Namco Museum uh, arcade, whatever yeah. uh, that thing is called. Sega is obviously leaning into that a bit with Sonic. I mean, Sonic yeah. is a classic IP. Yeah. And then you have Capcom who's doing it with Ultra Street Fighter 2. Sure, right. And right. then you had all those SNK games. 
like yeah, yeah, yeah archives, archives, archives as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. so it, it just feels like uh, for the majority of third party, they're just leading into old stuff yeah. to grab the casual consumer versus but, new exciting yeah. games. But the great news is that Switch sales are really strong, and they're I think people well. are going to that wait and see approach is going to turn into uh, we want to be part of this conversation yeah. approach. Yeah. And I think by E3 and by fall, absolutely, yeah. you're going to get some really concrete, legit third party game announcements. And right now they're playing it safe, and I honestly think that like there's some cool stuff in there. Uh, and it's going to help you sort of get through the week to week while you're waiting for the big tentpole Nintendo stuff. Okay. But uh, yeah, I want more. So speaking of that, then let's run down what got announced with a date. Just tell me what you thought. Quick hot take. You got a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, don't don't spend too much time. So Puyo Puyo Tetris, uh, April twenty fifth. Yeah. yeah, cool. I'm playing, I'm playing it now. We'll talk about that next week. Don't stream oh. it. You'll get arrested. <laughs> okay. Disgaea five. Disgaea five complete uh, May twenty third. Damon Hatfield is very happy. Yeah, he's all over that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, but the, the, this falls into the port scenario for me where I'm like, okay, yeah. the, the Disgaea fan or the RPG fan is going to at least be well-serviced until Project Octopath Traveler shows up. because yeah. you know, Rolls right, uh, off the right off the tongue. <laughs> all right, all Street Fighter 2, The Final Challengers, May 26th. I'm excited for this game, only because yeah. I'm always excited for Street Fighter 2. I think I bought it every yeah. time it comes yeah. out. Yeah, I think um, I'm not excited for the Hado whatever mode. I think that that's a bit silly for me. Yeah. Um, but in terms of being able to pull out a controller and anywhere just drop a challenge on someone and be like, play one of the go. best games yep. of all time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's some interesting new ideas in this. The uh, the two on one mode that they're adding, the mm -hmm. new violent Ken. Which spoilers, Ken was always violent. The like, whole game is about street fighter. fighting. Um, yeah. I think I still think the pricing's a little much, forty dollars. But yeah. uh, we'll see who, who who jumps on that. Yeah. Fate Stella is out July 25th. This is a Musou Dragon Warrior style game that just didn't look. It good. really did not look like it looked. Sort of ugly and garish. Yeah. This might be one of those games that looks great when you're holding that screen sure. up to your face, but mm -hmm. I think it did not demo well here yeah. today. No, it didn't look good. Project Mekura, which is uh, out this summer. It's the butt-stomping Mies game that uh, they talked yeah. about at GDC. So far, you guys don't seem as, as interested as I am, at least. I mean, I, yeah. Go, go. I, I, I think like, with a game like that, the hook is that if it's fun to play, I don't care, but the art direction felt like... Very chibi, Funko Pop that. Master Chief, it, like yeah, yeah. not wild about it. To me, it. it feels like a single Mario Party minigame. Yes. And I'm like, maybe you could take that one mechanic and make a hook out of it, but to me, I'm just like, butt stomping isn't one of my favorite things. It's it, it's in a lot of my favorite games, but it's not one of my favorite parts of those games. Okay. Yeah, I would not put butt stomping in my top five yeah. favorite things either. So Namco Museum is out this summer. Uh, play Dig Dug again. For the first time, yeah, it's so the, along with some others. There were some cool arcade. Games I think in the there. cool, th the cool thing about this thing is the ability to turn it vertically yeah, that's neat. and play in like the original arcade perspective, which is nice. Um, I would like them to sort of put out a vertical stand for the Switch, so mm -hmm. you can pop off that screen and just play with two yeah, controllers yeah. side by no, side. I like yeah. that idea. Basically, set up a little arcade cabin on your so, desk. So Sonic Mania out this summer. Sonic Forces this yep. holiday. Let's just round them together. Sonic Mania looks fantastic. Sonic Forces TBD. Yeah, sure. We'll yeah. yeah, and everyone who's played Mania has really loved it so far. And obviously, yep. now we haven't gone hands on with Forces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so Monopoly is out fall 2017, and like we said, even though it uses HD Rubble in a neat way, uh, sorry, I just don't care. But you know what? That's a casual play. Give them the props for that, I yeah. guess. Yeah, Marty and I were saying that like, board games are a good look for the Switch, even though like it doesn't seem like it's the best idea, but mm -hmm. having two players right there with your own screen, it's the kind of thing where you can play a board game on an airplane. Yeah, totally. like, yep. um, I'd like to see sort of a Hasbro collection. You, you know, don't bring more board games. You don't bring there. Monopoly boards on airplanes and just like put them up and just like, I, I, unfold, I, end up, them. I lose all the money. <laughs> Rayman Legends Definitive Edition yep. is still does not have a release date, but nope. it is coming out in 2017, and uh, I'm only excited because 
Rayman Legends is a game I got to review when I first got to IGN. I really enjoyed it. The it idea great. of playing it on the go excites me. The did idea you review of getting, that? I did. That was yeah. the last game I reviewed for IGN before I stopped reviewing games. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Origins. Rayman Origins? Yeah, yeah I'm Legends. Legends. No, I'm Legends. Oh, you're really? Origins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's it. What yeah. if we have two reviews on the side? <laughs> yeah, there might be. Um, <laughs> it's called One Up. <laughs> so there it is. Uh, THQ Nordic is bringing Cinemora EX and uh, Battle Chasers Night War this summer. Cinemora. Uh, I love Suda. Uh, that is not one of the Suda games I love. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that being grasshopper manufacturer, yeah, 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 yeah. Involvement, um, yeah. yeah, and I think the, the Battle Chasers is based off the Joe Mad comic, which is also sort of the Darksiders design. Art Direction is uh, really cool. Art, yeah, Art yeah. Direction is cool. I yeah. sort of want to see what the game actually. I plays need to like. play it. Yeah, yeah no, totally. my, my verdict was out on that one, but I did like Art Direction. Finally, Payday Two is out uh, in 2017. I was that was really surprised to see that yeah. um, genre mismatch. I mean, uh, audience mismatch a little because you yeah. just don't expect the Nintendo fan to be into bank heist, but that doesn't mean that those people won't show up. That game's immensely popular. We yeah. just don't play it. Yeah, and it's also to me like the sort of online shooter thing on a system that might not be online all the time is yeah. always interesting but that being said it's a cool option to have like if you can connect to Wi-Fi and play some payday go for it yeah. right let's transition then to uh, Amiibo announcements I think there were 13 Amiibo Ooh. revealed yeah. during the stream maybe three, uh, missed... three Splatoon and six Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers and a Pikmin yeah. and a Pikmin there and we go a Pikmin. yeah <laughs> alright so I think we hit the number uh, so let's start then with Cloud, Corrin, and Bayonetta are finally. these Beastie Boys right yeah. here finally oh, yeah. oh okay or let's just start with Zelda fine since it's like that uh, or both so no it's happening so uh, let's go back to Majora's Mask Link, Twilight Princess Link, and Skyward Sword Link, please, only because I'd love to freeze frame it and just look at this, because these are basically based off of the key art that was in uh, those original games. Key art? Like, yeah. Wow. yeah. Sure. Uh, so far, we're not going back, but that's okay. Um, I, I think they look rad. They come out on June 23rd. The Zelda set, that's fantastic. Um, the Majora's Mask one is kind of questionable because I'm surprised it didn't just give you the Majora's Mask. Like you have a Goron. He's holding the, the Goron Mask. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's old Kiart. I've yeah. seen that that pose like a um, hundred times. I'm a little bummed that if we're gonna do more Zelda amiibo, that we don't do some of the awesome side characters in Breath or the, of the Wild yeah. or, so, or like some of the. There they are. Yeah, but what some about Bogoclan? No, but not but like they some got of the, him. He's wearing like, a G-string. Like the four, <laughs> the four. No, they're not called Guardians. What are they? Yeah. The, the, the keepers of the divine beasts. Yeah. yeah. Like the four of them would be cool. I want that sexy champions. Yeah, the champions. Yeah, yeah. Look at those ice heels that Skyward Sword. Link is wearing. Yeah, yeah, those, those occasionally show up, but you can see Nintendo's doing a much better job yes. at uh, they, that, they've been yeah. knocking it out of the park as yeah. far as some of the amiibo designs as go. Now let's talk about the Cloud Corrin and Bayonetta amiibo. Let's look at those on the screen. Finally, 19 months later, I did the Isn't math while we were waiting. Five hundred and eighty-four days since well, the moment your, those things got announced. Your consolation prize for waiting so long is that you get the, you get them in two flavors each um, so, and different poses too, which was really. I need these yeah. to finish the set. I've never yeah. collected a full set of anything in my yeah. life. I decided the Smash Brothers Amiibo series would be the one time I would do it. And on July 21st, I am paying 13 times $6 yeah. I mean, to get them all. I think but I'm cool excited. That we have like traditional Final Fantasy VII Cloud and then Advent Children Cloud, yeah. Bayonetta 1 and 2 Bayonetta. I love that like, Corrin, there's male-female, because yeah, they did not cool. do that yeah. with Robin. Yeah, yeah, Robin really is cool. a similar character in Fire Emblem yeah. for, from Awakening. Same circumstance, main character, you get to choose gender. They did not have that. I'm do, glad they have that. Do you, yeah. They didn't say if these are going to come in two packs or not, did they? They did not. I would assume they don't. I would assume they, they don't, yeah. They know that these big adult Amiibo babies like us 
possible. What, <laughs> buy, buy them no matter what. What I fear is Bayonetta is GameStop exclusive and Target oh, gets not cloud. Again. Yes, again. Yeah, Believe right. the, the Wawa gas station in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, a Wawa. Uh, there's a Pikmin Amiibo uh, July 28th that comes I really out like the this game. One. I thought this that one, one looked cute. really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I also, I did not queue up footage or, or prepare our friends for it, but there was also the Splatoon Amiibo, which looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. thought those, those uh, Amiibo looked great. Um, definitely improvements over the first and the first set looked great, too. Yeah. And yeah. Nintendo took a chance on Splatoon the first time around as a new IP. Those Amiibo were the top-selling Amiibo in Japan because yeah. Splatoon hit so well yeah. there. I, think I they, was wondering if they do the same for ARMS. I said, yeah. oh, Amiibo. Here they are. Happen. So I think that what's really that. awesome about these Amiibo is that the, the poses are incredibly playful. Mm. Yeah. And you look at the squid, like, just the way he's flying off of there, and there's no none of those, like, pea stands or, like, the, the ice blocks that they're sitting yeah. on. Um, there's some great stuff. Like, the one in the middle is straight up, like, Nickelodeon yeah. Look at that. Yeah, a lot of dualies it. right there, too. Like, they're on the so first cool. character. They're yeah, so it looks cool. great. I was a little, I think they look awesome. I was a little underwhelmed by how they're being utilized yes. exclusively in the game. How yeah. they're sort of just like, it'll remember your outfit, and then you can You can take pictures them with them. Yeah, and, and I'm like, uh, And that's well, two for two with Splatoon Amiibos not really having, like, the most defined usage. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like a cool excuse for them to build these toys, but yeah. not necessarily. Yeah, that's Amiibo in a nutshell, right? Yeah. I mean, it took us a long time to finally just admit, look, they're not finding the best use for them. It's cool that if I own a game down the line that supports one of them, I will swipe, scan, and see. You yeah. guys line up at my desk every so, freaking day well, to scan Breath of the Wild. Because Zelda did it good. I think Breath of the Wild <laughs> did, did it really it's well. It's a sweepstakes yeah. for an It's great. It's, it's fun, though. It keeps you using it every day, right? Which is better mm. than just like buying DLC okay. ones. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. I, I will concede. Uh, so then, Nintendo 3DS is uh, getting a proper send-off. So let's uh, transition to that and talk about first... You know, in order of release, we have Fire Emblem Echoes is coming out on May 19th. We knew that. DLC is coming. Some will be free. Some will be paid. More details later, but there's a season pass. Right. Um, We've seen this with Fire Emblem before a little bit. We've seen sort of the intent to sell more with that game. I know when Paris saw it at PAX East, they didn't want to say it one way or another. It's good to hear they will continue to support that Mm -hmm. game after uh, it is out. Um, Let's go down the list, though, of 3DS software, right? So Ever Oasis on uh, June 23rd. My favorite segment because the poor director of that game, producer, whoever that was, he looked terrified. It looked like there was a gun off screen. <laughs> <laughs> looked very strange. The game looks cool, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a, an RPG with sort of a, an Egyptian aesthetic yeah. behind it. Um, and one that I'm really curious to play a lot more yeah. of. Uh, yeah. It's also being made by Grezzo, which is the team that made Ocarina of Time 3D yeah. for Nintendo and Majora's Mask 3D for yeah. Nintendo. Good team. I couldn't, did you guys feel throughout that entire 3DS thing, I'm like, these games look pretty cool, but I do wish they were on my Switch. Like, I honestly, do feel that way, yes. but yeah. I will admit that when we've seen this generational transition between Nintendo platforms, what Nintendo has done in the past is said, oh, Mother 3, never mind. No, we're not putting mm-hmm. this out. I feel like uh, there's they're bringing out everything. I mean, Monster Hunter Stories is yeah. on this list. Yeah. Let, let's go through it. So RPG Maker, mm-hmm. FES, on June 27th. Not the hugest RPG Maker fan, yeah. but regardless, smart move for the people who care, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I would love to build Brian an RPG epic uh, about, about him. I might just do that or challenge our listeners to if there's a way to share that. Build content. your breast, build your best uh, Brian game. Yeah, build yeah, your yeah. breast. Wrap of the Wild. There we go. Yeah, there yeah, it is. We did it. That. We did okay. it. Uh, hey, Pikmin will release yeah. on July 28th. Love this title. Okay, yeah. talk about what you thought of footage. Uh, I think it's incredibly different for the franchise. Obviously, this is not our first time seeing it, but we are seeing a lot of new stuff like Alamar swimming, which is yeah. bizarre. Didn't know that man could do that, but he's got an airtight helmet, so it, it works. Yeah, if he could space, um, he could swim. Yeah, he's yeah, been on the water before. This is a great franchise, and I think in lieu of waiting every three or four years for a legit sequel, this is a cool kind of stopgap. 
Um, the two screen thing is tripping me up. I don't think it's ever truly worked. We've seen it with Yoshi Island on DS. Mm -hmm. We've yeah. seen it with stuff like going back to like Beautiful Joe. The gap um, always sort of gets in the yeah, way. It's yeah. always kind of an issue. Yeah, but let's I, see how it works out with yeah. this one. Yeah, I like the fact it, it has like a Lost Vikings, Mario Donkey Kong vibe to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Sort lemmings, of that yeah. yeah, Lemmings, uh, which is cool to me. I think that I would rather have this on a 3DS than a sort of dumbed down traditional 3D yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pikmin game. But that being said, I would still love a Pikmin game on Switch. The uh, Amiibo yeah. usage is interesting because it, it's a portable game. So mm -hmm. I guess you're bringing that too. Yeah, they didn't go into specifics on what yeah. it does, but man, it looked great. Like, yeah, cool yeah. Looking again, like yeah, a really yeah. cool looking Amiibo. And hopefully the, t the first time that Pikmin will hit well. I just feel like every game gets a lot of attention. I feel Pikmin 3 is a completely underrated game by oh, yeah. a lot of people on Wii one of the U. best. Yeah. Because it was on Wii U. But we move on uh, to the Cold most Sep Wii U has been said all day. Yeah, it has. Uh, so Cold Sept Revolt is coming on August 29th. Uh, if you know Cold Sept, you know this game. Uh, apparently, this announcement was already out there, so this is not new information. And Nintendo, proof once again that Nintendo likes to treat uh, their Nintendo Rex as sort of a catch-all. Yeah. If you didn't yeah. know this, hear really quickly what it is. Yeah. And they weren't kidding this time. Right. Quick, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories is out this fall. I'm very excited. Yeah. About this. It sort of looks like it looks like cell shaded Monster Hunter Pokemon for a younger audience. And I think it that's is very really cool. much yeah. cell shaded Monster Hunter Pokemon. That is probably the best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. Great graphics. It'd like, be interesting really if they ideas. draw in a younger audience that are so, and then they're like, oh, this is cool. And then it's like, hey, you know, this is an entire franchise. Of yeah. So in Japan, this, this, game's gorgeous, this uh, yeah. was marketed to kids. It is sort of a lighter way to get into the Monster Hunter series. It has a, uh, I believe it had a television series too at one point. Right? I could totally talk see about that, it. yeah. Um, unless I'm getting my facts uh, mixed up, but yeah. I'm really excited to to play this, and I've messed around with the Japanese version, really love it. We'll say no more word on the Monster Hunter Stories Amiibo, though, and there are six of them. Oh, um, really? In Japan? Yeah, Capcom worked with Nintendo to oh, make uh, Amiibo in Japan for this. No mention on whether those are coming, just that these will be here, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, then we have Yokai Watch 2, uh, Psychic Specters. This is the third game uh, in the Yokai Watch 2 so set. So it's like the Pokemon Yellow of... Mm. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Um, unfortunately, at least for uh, an older audience like us, uh, Yokai Watch 2 just kind of fell flat. Like mm -hmm. we, re we reviewed it for the site, uh, and it did not score well. Just it—it's a very pretty game, but not one with interesting enough mechanics yeah. to keep going. Right. I'm excited for though if three makes it over, because three could be the one where they fixed all that. Yeah. Uh, it's already out in Japan. Um, but I, I find it hard to be excited about Yokai Watch 2. But regardless, Nintendo's still chugging away with uh, level five on getting these yeah. games out uh, for better or worse. Right. I'm excited about this next one though. Metopia yeah. is coming out. Uh, so this was a late holiday edition released in Japan last year. It's coming in 2017, no date, and this is a wacky uh, me-based RPG where your party doesn't always agree on what to do, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of wacky interaction. It's almost RPG meets Tomodachi life. In sure. Some yeah. yeah, I like the fact that they're like all rooming in the same place, and like you have to make sure that they're all happy, and if they get pissed at each other, then all of a sudden that's going to come out in battle. They're going to be like, no, nah, man, I'm not listening to what you're doing. I'm going to go slap this dude. Yeah, yeah, it was so right, funny right. to watch. Like, and it, This is where Nintendo's charm shows up, because I love that they put their developers yeah. on the spot as me's in those situations, mm -hmm. and I just think it shows that flexibility, and you immediately know who you're looking at once you get that attachment. This feels like a smart. like a full fledged version of a Me Plaza game, and yeah. I mean that in the best way possible. Whereas we saw the Kirby mini games from their old games kind of spin off as their own things. Um, this feels like they took a core idea that they could have thrown there, but they mm -hmm. turned it into like an actual full game. So mm -hmm. that's really cool. Yep, yep. Uh, next we have uh, okay, stop everything. It is the twentieth anniversary of twenty fifth anniversary of Kirby. 
And uh, a lot of curvy stuff got announced. I only say this because it's a running joke on Nintendo Voice Chat. If you don't listen or watch, we are a weekly show on IGN where Per Schneider, our, the company GM, always says that a platform is about to go mm. when they unleash all the curvy games. And oddly enough, we got uh, Curvy Clash Deluxe, which is a mini game uh, from Planet Robobot. That's out today. It's a free to start game, and you can pay for the rest of it if you yeah. want. But if you own Robobot, you're not that interested in this because this is actually a mode. You already have. Yeah. Um, then they follow that up with Kirby Blowout Blast, which is 25 plus stages. It's based off of the concept introduced on Robobot called 3D Rumble, but it is not the same. Um, and that one is uh, going to be out, I believe, this summer. Mm-hmm. It's not out yet. Mm-hmm. What's your reaction so far to these, by the way? I mean, for this one specifically, I'm like, just play Smash Brothers. Like, it's already yeah. there and Kirby's in it. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so a bunch of Kirby characters. This looked cool. I thought this, this mode looked cool. Yeah, so yeah. this is the, the most blast. interesting yeah. one because this feels like the most new thing. Everything else is like, if you're a Kirby fan, you have these games on your 3DS already because you bought them. I just yeah. love that uh, the Kirby team takes a chance on these minigames and then we'll release them later for folks who maybe said, yeah. you know what, I pass on Robobot, but yeah. I want to play a co-op game. Hopefully there's an audience that will, will sort of jump into it and like sure. it. This next announcement, there's a new multiplayer Kirby action game for 3DS. It has no title. All they want you to know is that this thing exists. Um, Working title. Also, it will be out this holiday. According to Pear, it's probably the last 3DS game ever. Really? <laughs> Probably Paris tweeting yeah. that right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, and then we have uh, Bye Bye Box Boy, uh, which is uh, out now. Out now. Uh, will be released today. Uh, there's an eShop demo where you can play all three Box Boy games if you've never played any of them. And uh, this is. So the Box Boy series is kind of uh, the this sort of small cult hit, I feel, at least within the office. I know I've put a lot of time into it. You've played it. Yeah, Paris played yeah. it. Really clever puzzle design made by HAL Labs, uh, the guys uh, behind um, the Kirby series. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I put, it, I, I put it in the same vein as like Pushmo, where it's these really smart, really sort of small, tight puzzle games yeah. with a really strong aesthetic. Uh, I love the fact that if you have Box Boy 1 and 2 that you can uh, sort of get that monochrome, like yeah. almost like the, the original Game Boy aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah these no, Amiibos are a functionality is really cute yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, totally. I like that functionality. Yeah, yeah. and the Box Boy Amiibo uh, is not part of this set. Um, gotcha. Which there is a Box Boy Amiibo yeah. that was released in Japan, uh, yeah. and there's a way I think to buy them if you're in Australia or something. I can't remember. I think the online retailer has it. Um, but no, I'm excited. I I think that unlike Pushmo, I think the thing that I love most about Box Boy is that I feel like Pushmo would talk you to death going over the rules, yeah. whereas Box Boy just goes, go, yeah. Yeah. learn, yeah. explore, yeah. play. Um, yeah. And that, that to me is why I'm really excited to jump back into this. Yeah, and I think it was an impressive direct, like uh, in terms of 3DS stuff, they didn't really knock anything out of the park with like a capital triple A mm-hmm. game. No. Um, but I think they gave us enough like smaller things that it's like, hey, if you still have a 3DS and maybe you haven't jumped on Sports Switch yet, we're not forgetting about you yet. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we still care and here's you know a handful of really cool games gonna be coming out for the next couple of months. Yeah, there's still some life left and your your system purchase is justified for mm-hmm. at least another year. So. Yeah. yeah. I will say a few more comments just I thought it was cool that they uh, ran uh, Yoshiaki Koizumi as the point man. Mm-hmm. You'll yep. remember him from the Nintendo Switch presentation yep. back in January. This is uh, the general manager for the platform, one of two people who were mm-hmm. like really top dogs on it. Um, and I'm really happy to just see more of him. Yeah. I feel like he is the new face for them and for this system specifically. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a bit sad that they didn't find more charming ways to take advantage of his personality. Yeah. I mean, that whole magic show bit yeah. in, in the January presentation yeah, was yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. amazing, and uh, that was not here. Yeah, I mean, he has like an internal energy to him, and he seems enthusiastic, which I think is cool. Like, put someone like that up front. Don't put like a you know sort of a boring suit. A lot of companies will put a boring suit just reading off a of PowerPoint. Oh, yeah, like this yeah. is like he seems like a guy who wanted to be there, which is cool. I, I mean, Nintendo's been experimenting with this direct format for a few years now, mm-hmm. and if you think about it, you know, th- we've seen a variety of different ways that presentation can unfold from puppets to animated stuff to Mega 64. Um, And this is a new take for them, obviously, and it's faster and it's more energetic and some of it worked and some of it didn't. Yeah, I think they need to slow down overall. That's my final, like, sort of just take on it. I just think there was a lot of interesting stuff in here. Maybe not all of it deserved to be in one place. Yep. Maybe Nintendo Rec does not need to be a catch-all. Like, don't treat it that way. Some of these could have been a press release, honestly. A trailer and a press release afterwards. Um, So my question to you is, we're two months-ish out from E3. Uh, Do you think we hear from Nintendo before then, or do you think... I mean, obviously games are going to be released, but do you think that this is the last Direct before, you know, the E3 Direct or conference or whatever they do? I think it is. I think that the next time you hear from them, it's just, here's our E3 plans. Uh, They do the the, the funny video or the charming... You know, the past two years in a row, they've done, how are we going to go to E3? And then they do this sort of thing. I think you'll see more of that. It'll point to the date of their conference, which is always that Tuesday. um, And it will tease what it will tease. And we talked about it, right? I mean, you've got Mario Odyssey to talk about still, which everyone is excited to hear about. You've got more Splatoon 2 to talk about, Mm -hmm. single player specifically. Xenoblade 2, you've lied to me before, Nintendo, about Xenoblade. You've you've kept me hanging for years on Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, wait. And there's more. Yeah, seriously, Metroid. Where was <laughs> Metroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't need the entire E3 booth to be dedicated to Metroid. I just need like seventy percent. You want Zebes? Yeah, you want Zebes? Like last year. Yeah, give me some Zebes. I think it's pronounced Zebes. It doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> not, it's a fake word. Fake word. Yeah, so you agree? This will be the last time we hear from them. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. think you're, you guys are right. Press release, um, maybe some news tidbits here and there. Yeah. That's about it. The yeah. occasional product that we didn't see coming, but otherwise save it all and yeah. bring, come out strong yeah. at E3. Absolutely. Yeah. And hopefully, I think now that all these third-party games that you don't care about, like Monopoly, or at least we don't care about because yeah. we're, we're sure. sort of the hardcore segment, that means at E3 you have more interesting things to say I to me. So. Yeah. You got those things out of the way. So yeah, I'm excited. I, I hope a, a company like Ubisoft got these out of the way that we were a little underwhelmed by, and that E3 maybe they have something cool to say. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if <laughs> those games feel more like a favor than they deserve fa- any kind of fanfare. Yeah, to me. Like, yeah. I'm just like, this doesn't work. Yeah, but it's exciting to me that they're going to be able to focus a lot on Mario and yeah. games we don't know about yet, which yeah. I think yeah. is really exciting. I yeah. mean, I think Ubisoft specifically has a lot to say about 2017 uh, in the coming months. You know, they got the, whatever they're doing this fall, mm-hmm. and we'll see how much that lands on Switch. Yeah. Hopefully some of it. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. We've done it. Uh, our first Nintendo Voice Chat Nintendo Direct post show. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us, yeah, Marty. Of uh, Brian and of course Jose you can find us on Twitter you can find Marty at Nick Biggity you can find Brian at Agent Bizzle you can find myself Jose underscore Otero thank you so much for watching and we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat alright welcome back and we're going to talk about our final thoughts on Nintendo Direct joining me to talk about it Brendan Graber yo Brian Altano hey and Per Schneider hey you're playing a 3DS. What yeah. year is it? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I am. It's a it's a Super Metroid. Have you guys played this? Oh, I've heard yeah. that's a good yeah. game. A really yeah. Good game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so Pear and Brendan, you guys were not on our post show yes. uh, yesterday's uh, capacity was limited. Actually, you were both busy. Why don't you guys talk a little bit about what you thought of that direct? Because Brian and I have pretty much done it to death at this point. Want to go first, Pear? Sure. I, I thought there was there was a lot in it, um, and it was slightly more than I expected because I thought it was going to be Splatoon, like a deeper dive, which we got 
And by the way, I love, you know, I, I love that there's a four-player co-op mode right off the bat. Very excited to actually see that. Same. Um, and then, you know, I was expecting some more Mario Kart, but I wasn't too excited about it because I've played it. I've seen everything. I know it's a deluxe re, uh, re-release. So I was actually pleasantly surprised by some of the smaller announcements. Yellow Joy-Con. You guys know I cannot resist <laughs> buying more colors for this thing. You were the first person I thought of when they this, did this. And the only person I thought of. This is going to be terrible. Actually, I've, I, I was talking a lot of smack when I was like, oh, yeah, different colors. I'll never do that. I own six Joy-Con right now. What? Surprisingly, yeah. that happened. What Continue. Happened? Just think, I, I mean, when we got yellow and blue in the comments, it's going to be awesome. Um, so I, I, I like that. But overall... I, you know, when, whenever there's a direct, I always hope that it's more than I think it's going to be. Sure. And I thought it was going to be Splatoon and Mario Kart. And that's essentially what I got. You know, th- those were the... arms? You didn't huh? say arms. Yeah, but arms. So I'm, I'm not that... I'm not that into arms yet. Yeah. Uh, what I played was fun, but I, I couldn't see myself playing it or going nuts for it, like for Mario Kart Splatoon or Zelda, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I hope to be pleasantly surprised by that game, but... That's not going to. But gonna, you're a casual finding yeah. fan too, and so far, do you see the casual appeal yeah, at all? Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's going to be a fun game to play with the kids for sure. Okay. But it's not one. It's not one of those games where I'm like setting my alarm and like yeah. I'm I'm just dying to play Got it. it. And so okay. I always hope though that there's like something like a glimpse at what Nintendo's overall big strategy is, like a big third party announcement, like confidence that the machine will have a great software uh, lineup past. You know, uh, post like the the kind of like the big Nintendo, like the cadence that they've built with the releases in the next couple of months. So I was expecting a little bit more on that front, but you know, I thought it, I, I thought it was fine. It didn't knock my socks off. I wasn't that excited about it either. Brandon, um, yeah, I thought it was it was very fast paced. Uh, I don't want to snap the fingers, but it was very like yep. on point. They didn't like lag in one area for too long. They spent time in arms. Was it too fast though? No, because uh, I think you? yeah, both of you. No, no, no. Oh, you first. For me? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't. I think like for the things that I wasn't interested in, they weren't overstaying their welcome. It was yeah. just like here's some indie games. Okay, bye. And, like, and okay. get it out of here. Yeah. Uh, and the things that I saw, like nothing, like was like, oh, this is terrible. Like things like Arms. Like I'm not fully committed to it yet, yeah. but it interesting more than I first saw it because now I'm like, okay, there's there's more to it than I thought there was. There's a lot of customization and kicks. Some yeah. kicks, some mm-hmm. kicks, some special legs. moves. Yeah, some legs, some yellow Joy-Cons. I'm not getting those, by the way. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm so crazy. So what about so you on pacing? pacing. Uh, I thought it was really fast. I, they try, I think they were aware of it because they have the structure now where they show what's coming up next. Mm-hmm. It takes a little bit of the mystery out of it for me. They had some question marks. Like the menu. Guessing. I like it better without. I like it better with just not knowing what's coming. And then, oh, by the way, yeah, the, the Amiibo, it was like... Couple of amiibo here, yeah, couple 13, of amiibo there, 13, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. In that, so it, it was it was very it was very busy, um, but you know, again, it's like I I rather have too much information in something like this that gives me confidence that there's plenty to play and plenty to do than you know walking away going like oh was that it you know yeah and I think I, the I solution for the headlines is just cover them up before you unveil it and then just run with yeah. your minute long I, I don't know I just I felt like it was narrated by the micro machines guys like and we got Monopoly <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, it was, all right next time it, it, it was it was packed yeah it was yeah. packed with stuff uh, yeah. yeah and crazy to see the amiibo stuff by the way like that they are um, you know the three links mm-hmm. 
in, instead of going for a more unusual character from that universe mm-hmm. um, to go again for links. I mean, we're going to have a lot of links on our shelves. Right. Yeah. And then the same for Splatoon where we get variations on, you know, the three existing ones rather than like one of the <laughs> amazing salmons. What the hell, by the way? <laughs> like the, the, the salmons are so giving, already giving me na- nightmares. Uh, yeah. I think um, it's safe to say we might end up getting a, an amiibo for every link, which is kind of cool. Like yeah. if we get one for like... Link Between Worlds, it's flat. That looks like Game and Watch, or yeah, we get yeah. like one for Links Awakening. Like that's not bad. You yeah. know, maybe get some like monochrome ones for the Game and, Boy yeah, ones. Yeah, but for the Splatoon it, ones, I, I would like to see other characters. I would like yeah. to see like the 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 what was it? The shrimp that he had the little shoes. Yeah, or any, any oh, of the shopkeepers. Yeah. Yeah, there's a new shopkeeper called Merch. And yep. Apparently, he's yep. the new vendor where you'll get uh, sort of item rerolls. But, yeah. but I think Nintendo Nintendo I think knows what they're doing. Like. When you go to Target, you'll see 100 Pokoblins, right, and no links. Like, people clearly want the cool characters, and, like, people like us who are collectors or, like, overbuy and have, like, a big variety care more about the smaller characters. Sure. No, I I mean, it's it's a good move. Do we get more Amiibo costumes? Uh, That's, I'm presumably that's it. It's going to fill, yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. just a few more thoughts from you, though, if you had anything else to add for uh, the Direct. This may seem strange, but I was actually kind of happy to see some party games mm-hmm. in that lineup, like Monopoly. Like You're the only person wow. I know. You are excited about It is very strange, Monopoly. but like, uh, what I found is that the Switch is a perfect thing to, like, to just bring yep. to like a gathering. And if you have a party game, like I know they've announced um, the Jackbox Party Pack. That's a perfect party game. To be able to bring that on the go, yeah. instead of having to take a laptop around with like a Steam file or whatever... And then you have, you know, Digital Monopoly. If there's some other party stuff in there. He's, like, he's like Karen in the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. He's Karen. our, he's Look, our uh, he, he, guys, Karen. Guys, <laughs> Rooftop parties so, and all that. I'm a big fan of tabletop games. And, like, I could think of a hundred board games that I would love to have in digital form that makes, like, playing easier. It's just Monopoly is, like, it's the most famous one. It's just, yeah. it's, it's not a great game. Yeah. Either. So but I, I I'm just, like, open the door. Not again. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> not again. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I, that's not what I expected to end on, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so then let's move over to the next topic, which is that today uh, we heard the NES Classic is being discontinued. Uh, and Nintendo spoke to us, gave us a statement, and answered a few questions, which we're going to quickly summarize for you in case you're just learning about this. Uh, started off with a statement saying that basically the last shipments of the NES Classic Edition for this year, we'll be going out to retailers uh, throughout April, and that's it. We encourage anyone interested in obtaining the system to check with retail outlets regarding availability. We understand it has been difficult for consumers to find a system, and for that, we apologize. We have paid mm-hmm. close attention to consumer feedback, and we greatly appreciate the incredible level of consumer, inter- consumer interest and support for this product. A couple of follow-up questions really quick before you guys jump in. How, or can, do you you them, jump how, in how can you let them get away, away, away with that? This says, we're sorry you couldn't find one. It's got to be much harder now. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. No, That's, and it, it's You're not it's sorry then. Who? I mean, no, they're not <laughs> sorry. You're not yeah. saying I'm not sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're sorry because they could have sold more. It, there's got to be, I don't want to be too snarky, there's got to be good reason for them to not manufacture yeah, more, right? Yeah. Like they need the factories to make these little babies or whatever. But it's such an odd so, thing. Yeah. Before yeah. we speculate, let me just get the questions yeah. that we got answered, though. We asked, what happens to the classic brand that you launched with this, uh, with this system? We have nothing to announce at this time. We asked in the statement, it said it left open possibly the possibility to sell more past 2017 because it very specifically the wording said the last shipments uh, are going out for this year. 
Uh, and they said, at this time, we have no plans to produce more NES Classic Edition systems for the North American regions. We asked if the NES Classic, if you have one and it needs to be repaired, will NOA still offer customer support of it? They're looking into that. They did not have an answer for that right now. Wow. Um, surprised by that, because I would have thought they would have thought about that, and they did not. Uh, does this include discontinuing the NES Classic controller? That is a yes. Accessories are up to the uh, manufacturers. Uh, we asked, by the time shipments end, how many units of NES Classic have been produced overall? We have nothing to announce on this topic. <laughs> uh, and uh, this was the answer that really surprised me, because this was not is it, made Is clear. it we have nothing to announce? No. Okay. <laughs> Did Nintendo always plan for the NES Classic as a limited run item, or was it supposed to have a longer window of availability? And the answer was, NES Classic Edition wasn't intended to be an ongoing long-term product. Um. However, due to high demand, we did add extra shipments to our original plans. Good luck finding them. Should have yeah. called it limited edition or something. The best, from the beginning. The best take yeah. I've seen is, um, like, hey, these things are selling well. What should you do next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. That's there. That's pretty much. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> All right. So have at it. We don't know if other territories are going to do the same thing. Presumably they are. Yeah. So Europe, Japan, everyone's basically shutting this this party down. This actually reminds me of the directs because when they announced the standalone dock, they were pleased to announce limited quantities mm -hmm. of a Switch dock. Okay, I didn't even remember that. But yeah, yeah so they, I know. The I know the dock. was very like. Hey, we're pleased to announce this thing you're not going to be able to find because we have limited quantities. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, I mean, they, there's, there's the argument that they're doing this because of just shortfalls on production. And they obviously, there's dem demand for the Switch because right. you cannot. There's, no Switch is ever in stock for more than a couple of minutes anywhere, right? Like that thing goes away. But the other is clarity of message. Like they may just want to tell a very clean story that this is the Nintendo machine you need to get rather than having someone walk into a store and go, what should I get? Well, maybe I'll get the classic. It's way cheaper. But you know, who with, knows? But with that device, you were reaching a consumer that wasn't going to buy a Switch. Yeah. 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 It's also so, in lieu of the fact there there is no current virtual console plan for the Nintendo Switch. That, so if you want to get... the other reason, right? Well, yeah. If you want to get your retro yep. game fix, like where are you getting that specifically? And the thing is, I think people are savvy enough now to figure out that there's alternate means to get those games, and that's not the... That's not that's not good for Nintendo's business. Not good you know? for business. No. Like Maybe. I loved the NES Classic. I got lucky one day. We we shouted out Amazon Prime now, which I noticed a bunch of NVC fans were able to get their switches through. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Um, keep looking through there if that's what you're looking for. Your Nintendo hardware. That's how I got my NES Classic, and that was really cool. I brought it home over Christmas. My brothers sat around and played it for every night I was home the entire Christmas break. They are both like very lapsed gamers, but mm -hmm. you know something like that can bring you back in. And you remove that opportunity from people, and it sucks. Plus, there's hardcore Nintendo fans who, who buy everything that still can't get one of these things. So I think it's like, had they sort of serviced all the needs of everybody who was looking for one of these and then went quiet on it, um, it's one thing. But this thing has had trouble since day one. Yeah, yeah. and I think I, that's I, I the could unfortunate never part find of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, it's completely... Uh, I just think it looks really bad for them because anyone who, and when I say really bad, I mean I mean that relatively because Switch is hot right now. People care about it. We've been talking about how much of a positive experience it's been, but yeah. I don't think you want to hurt your customers with a, just a terrible shopping experience. And you can't just put that on retailers and you can't just act like you're not at fault for some of that. Totally, I mean, yeah. when you announced this thing July 15th, 2016, 
the internet exploded about it. And even then, you didn't make changes. And we've speculated about it before. Mm. Did Switch's production in some ways interfere with this? Nintendo's always been a Japanese conservative company mm -hmm. where when a product is flying off the shelves, they try not to overdo it. I know you can walk into Target right now and be like, there's a lot of Animal Crossing Amiibo on here. Right. But that's not your typical scenario. I hate to point that out. Yeah. My running thesis right now for this, because I'm working on something, is is uh, the NES Classic sort of one step forward for repacking and selling classic games and two steps back for yeah. Nintendo? Hmm. Now, I say that because one of the things, obviously, this is an emulation box. This is a plug-and-play device, which is smart. You plug it into your TV, you go forward and just play whatever it is. Cord was too short, but we've said that plenty of times before. And you pick the right games for the machine. There, were not, there wasn't that much to complain about, mm. right? It was, it was 30 really smart classic games. And then you went above and you did look and feel, which has been done before. You got your janky Sega box. I've seen it at your desk. Yeah. But that thing, you can feel creaking, right? Like it wasn't really that it's solid. A, it's design. a little rough around the edges, yeah. It totally. had a wireless controller, but this, you have to like sit right next to it. Like yeah. It was, Plus, it was I mean, the, the UI on the NES Classic is, is, is awesome. Yeah. Right? Like it's really cool. It's really clean. It's fun. Like yeah. it's, it inspires you to pick a different game and like flick around through all yeah. the different options. So these like, were all cool. positive steps and even the quality yeah. of emulation the fact that like 1080p display like very simple you want your CRT mode we have a filter for it it's not as in depth as a $500 NES you can get from like a, I'm forgetting the name of that thing the Retro, analog yeah, 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 yeah the analog mini NT like that mm -hmm. thing is just that is the hardcore emulation device if you want a device that does that it's got a hefty Rolls right off the for it. <laughs> yeah it does um now the step back was not enough demand, not enough production was yeah. the biggest step back. I feel. Yeah. I also feel like for a company like Nintendo that right now, or at least last year around this time, was constantly trying to remind you we're an entertainment brand. Mm -hmm. We're going to branch out. We're going to try different things. This was a different step that was positively received. That every oh, I don't want to say everyone, a lot of people wanted. Yeah. I think and it's bizarre. They didn't follow through. It's bizarre to make something that's so simplistic in its plug and play ability and UI and ease of use that is so completely the opposite of that when when it comes to actually trying to obtain one. I mean, the hoops that people have gone through to get this, the the eBay auctions, and they've all like jumped up like crazy in the oh, last few continue. hours since this story broke. This 180 morning. bucks mm -hmm. plus. Yeah, it's yeah. insane, and, and you know, and people scalp these things. People snatch them up and they put they sell them by the dozens There's on eBay. eBay for like 46 of those. Yeah, and they're rising in price. Yeah, yeah I never like to to, to I, I see thrown at Nintendo constantly. The you're leaving money on the table, and mm -hmm. I always just kind of roll my eyes because I'm like, well, what do you know? This, it looks like this is true. Yeah, we've said, we've said from the jump that this should have been the device that you can walk, as you're walking out of a Walgreens or a Target or a Walmart, yeah. it's on an MCAT, you grab it, Sharper yeah. Image, everyone's favorite store to get a massage and buy a $7,000 <laughs> pinball table. Just casually. And the spike. Just casually. <laughs> just passing through the mall. Uh, <laughs> That should have been there, right? That should have been something yeah. you grab, you throw it in your car, like the same way you get a candy bar or something. It's a little more expensive, obviously, but it's a it's a sort of like impulse buy. It is, and and you know, obviously, Nintendo now has two machines, two active machines in the market with the Switch and the 3DS. And I always I always imagine that they will have a cheap version of Nintendo gameplay, like again, like a yeah. Game and Watch or something. And the NES Classic got close to that. Like a Game Boy Micro, but not at a premium. You right. know, a small device you can have with you at all times. I got I to gotta think there is some 
it's not just madness, right? It's not they don't like pissing off customers. Like, no. does this mean that there's an announcement, an announcement around the corner for a virtual console? Right. You know, so they, I, have, I have a couple theories there, and I'm glad you said that. Right. I think, uh, I mean, Let's obviously, Switch is going to have its virtual console. There's no question. Thanks. There's that, that was really harming the table and the camera shot right now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, trying to find my thought. That was throwing away the. Yeah, uh, you're just throwing, throwing away, away the idea. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I wonder if, okay, so Switch is going to get its virtual console. That's inevitable. There are plans that are being put together, if not figured out. I wonder, though, the one thing we're not talking about, if what if, what if this is a discontinue and try again? What if, this is, what if the wording on this, what if the, the, the angle on this perspective from their side is, this product, we are struggling to get it out the door. This is not the right fit for this. Let us try again when we're ready. Here are two NES-colored controllers for you, Switch. And no, I don't necessarily a, and the launch of so you this, think they'll uh, always just tie it to Switch. You think that this was just a oh I, look the market reacted, but we want to drive them they, towards Switch. You they're, think that they're was the gonna thinking? launch this summer? <clears throat> they're gonna launch this subscription business, and you right. get a free classic game free every month that you get to play. I think they want it to be super clear. You want to play like a you know a, pair, a classic your, NES game online with your friends with your NES theme controllers. Contro- your casual consumer. There are people whose grandparents wanted to play this thing, or their parents who haven't been into games forever. I'm not defending forever. it. I'm just saying. I think uh, no, that's the direction they're going to go. I just don't think you look at that reaction and just say, no, we're disregarding those people. Like I, I do think there, there has to be something else to this. Yeah. There has to be. Do you think this will drive some people towards illegal imi- uh, <laughs> emulation? Yeah, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah, it already did. Yeah. Already, like, anecdotally, I have like five friends that tried to get one of these things, couldn't, and built a Raspberry Pi, and now they're good. Like what they what what they you can't get from a Raspberry Pi because they're garish is the form factor of they're what right. an, a classic they're not NES. garish. I've seen worse. No, but it doesn't <laughs> have that. They're it not great. Doesn't have the look and feel. Yeah, no, like it doesn't feel like seen, the NES, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Three yeah. D printed stuff is just it's not there yet. No. You know, it feels kind of Dollar General. I gotta see what <laughs> Raspberry Pis you've seen, but all right, fine. Are we talking about the food? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might be. No, um, so like I mean, like they should be able to sustain. Creating, like, I mean, if one of the theories here is that they can't make a switch and a 3DS and an NES Classic at the same time, kill off one of your 3DSs. You're making 70 of them, right? How many different form factors are there for the 3DS? Yeah, but they've quietly pulled that stuff away from market, and we just never the, noticed. Like yeah. the wedge is gone, the target, right? Yeah, they had, they had a no. The wedge is still around. The if stores still, still had them. Yeah, the 2DS is still out there. Okay, it got redesigned, dude. Like they changed the colors on it and everything over Christmas, but then they were really hard to find over Christmas. Hmm. I don't know. One day Nintendo has to really figure out what their supply situation is. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. If by now they haven't figured out how to get Amiibo in people's hands, which they still haven't, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you said it. There is every Animal Crossing Amiibo ever you want yeah, at your store. That was a lame and game. And you can't get freaking Link. And guess what came out? The Legend of Zelda. Is it that hard? Is right. it that or the, hard? The Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time Link that I saw yeah. people tweeting about they were going on eBay auctions for because yeah. they want that costume and they can't just walk in a store and buy it, but what, even though there's a new Zelda out. Okay, but with Animal Crossing, do you think they misread the market and specifically yes, the yes. market's ability to recognize an Animal Crossing they character? They also thought that their party yeah. game would be a hit. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, every piece of software they push out, they hope a, uh, is a hit. Sure. Like, they're going to front that whether I, they believe it or not. I don't think that that's an indicator. I, I, I don't think, think you would see I, any, I'm talking more franchise appeal. Like, sure. Animal Crossing sells well. It does. Yeah. It's been a top five performer for, I think, the last two consoles. I think they had a better hit with the cards. Yeah. But, but they also looked at, you know, even people freaking out over not being able to find Wii Fit Trainer. Right. right? Wii, Fit Tra- Wii Fit Trainer is not 
a character that kids are clamoring to play as or or to have, yeah. right? And yet that sold pretty well. No, right? my, we got to imagine. Yeah, my my wife loves yoga, and she saw yeah. that we fit trainer, and she's like, "Can you get me one for work?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. No, There's this is mine. But I think These they are impossible at, to find. I think they looked at that and they overestimated how long the kind of craziness around collecting them all would last. And yeah. the moment you have all the Animal Crossing animals that look very similar, I think some of the air came out. And they ended yeah, up with and, them and, sitting on store shelves. And some of that was tied to the fact that, like, in Smash Brothers, you collect character trophies. It's something you've yeah. been doing since, you know, for the decades now. And that was sort of loosely connected to being able to do that in the real world. There was a tangible kind of connection there. With Animal Crossing, I think they misread it. I have a feeling that had they put out a full-fledged, actual, legit Animal Crossing game, you would have seen a lot less on the shelves. Me too. Because I think that there would have been a, a deeper connection intrinsically to those figures. Yeah, yeah, if you think about true. it, they tried again with a 3D, with an update to a 3DS game that no one yeah. was really expecting, or and they repackaged the, that yeah. 3DS game hoping that maybe it would move the needle, and I don't... I don't know. Like it, I'm just I'm like kind of I'm kind of hard confused. I feel like that was like a better attempt than say again the cards, the amiibo cards. I bet you they sold better than the Mario Sports amiibo cards. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, look, this is not a first for Nintendo that they have supply chain issues or issues manufacturing enough units. Yeah. Like it goes back to the Wii. The Wii did all right in the end. They managed to get lots of units uh, in in people's hands with the. Uh, NES Classic, whatever the the reasons, they're not going but, to do that. But does it hurt a brand? Do people look at that and go, oh, yeah, there was this thing they made. I really want it. Could never find it. I, I, there, I, was, there was a sheer terror around the I, launch of Switch because yeah. of, of I don't think perception. it hurts the brand at all. I yeah. think it makes yeah. it more premium. Yeah. Like, if anything, it's like, you got, you don't got t- it. Don't if, tell them that. No, but if you want one, <laughs> they oh, know oh, they, oh, they know. <laughs> yeah. But they if know. you want one, you got you to gotta go through to some efforts, right? right? right. And then mm-hmm. it makes people also feel special. It's like, whoa, you have a Switch, right? Well, how many people do you know yeah. that pre-ordered like two or three Switches at the off chance that one or two would get Oh, I know several. Yeah, I'm one of them. You're one of them. Yeah. You're one of them, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like at this. We th- ruined it for everybody. With yeah, well, switches. I canceled mine, so I hope you got it. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> there was there was a sheer terror around that. And then when my Amazon or- order got delayed, I was like middle fingers up to the entire world because I thought this I is going to be an amigo situation. Yeah. I've never seen you that disappointed. In I, my that was three years yeah, working That was here. Ac- actual depression. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I, I need to but move I'm good forward because uh, we, we, we do have to move on. Uh, it's all I, better now. <laughs> I think we've said everything we, we need to. Uh, Nintendo, because uh, you occasionally listen, this was not a good move. Um, <laughs> and hopefully when you trot out, the, I think you should trot out, trot out the idea again of a virtual console device separate from Switch. I think that you tapped into an audience you did not expect. Your super fans showed up because they always freaking show up. Right. But when... It is the top story on Rolling Stone, or it's the top story on like websites that have nothing to do with video games. If Good Morning America is that excited about it, you tapped into something that has potential. Hello, it limited does. Super Nintendo emulation. I mean, I, I would say Brennan and I are super fans, and we tried to show up. Like, I, there was not even enough for super fans. I know, yeah. but uh, it was just I mean, not I'm not enough. saying that, yeah. but just more like yeah. anything they put out will yeah. obviously attract the Superman. It's just yeah. more you actually attracted someone else this time, and you weren't ready. You said Superman. I was like, Super yeah. fan. Ooh, That's you. Superman 64. We're the loser. All right, so let's uh, move forward to, uh, let's just have some quick thoughts on some games we've been playing. You and I have been playing Mr. Shifty. Yeah. Which is uh, a new game, uh, action title in the vein of Hala Miami, but yep. you have the powers of Nightcrawler. The perspective is top down. Talk about your experience. Yeah, I so I really dig this game. Um, it's not the typical type of play, game I'd play on a Nintendo console, because outside of the fact that there's no blood in it, it's a 
pretty violent game conceptually. You do. Yeah. Uh, you're, it's about this guy who's like a sort of no-name protagonist named Mr. Shifty with a red hat on and a blue coat. And it's a heist. Um, and it's a heist. And he goes yeah. into this tower that's very diehard-ish. And he basically goes floor by floor, taking down just waves of bad guys. Killing everyone. Killing everyone. Um, you don't use guns. You can pick up some melee weapons, and that's about it. All the other enemies have guns and fists and turrets and all kinds of stuff. And the thing that separates it from other games of its ilk, specifically something like Hotline Miami, is that you can you have like five dashes that you can do. You can basically teleport. Like ten, Nightcrawler, yeah. Like Nightcrawler, 10 feet ahead of you. And the dashes Up to were five times in a row. Five times in a row, which uh, can happen very quickly. And using that through walls and then chaining attacks between different enemies uh, gets this kind of combo system going, which is really rewarding. Um, and you end up like, if you can nail it, walking in a room, teleporting in a circle, and just quicksilvering every dude. Well, you're in like there. Nightcrawler <laughs> in yeah. the uh, X-Men 2 opening yeah. when he right. attacks the lighthouse. Yeah, like, it's, that was it's an awesome, awesome, awesome scene. It's really, really yeah. cool. And it feels great, and I was worried that this game felt a little too Hotline Miami-ish, but I think what it loses in that sort of style and flavor, uh, it gains in the puzzle element that uh, it brings in by having that shifting, jumping ability, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think... Brings it to a different level than Hotline Miami, which sort of a lot feels very trial and error-y, where you're kind of rushing into a room with a machine yeah. gun over and over and over. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, though, I felt like Hotline Miami had better presentation Definitely. and music. I, mean, I feel music like the music awesome. was yeah. better. I thought the concept was yeah. like just coked out, really weird story. The animal masks, and, yeah. And I think that Mr. Shifty has a core premise in the heist, but then it's all these cartoon characters around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you have a, someone in your earpiece who's your accomplice, and none of the dialogue is very memorable. And then mm-hmm. you have Mr. Stone, who's the antagonist, yep. who basically owns the building, the guy you're trying to rob from. And he's also a cardboard cutout of a character. Mm-hmm. And whatever, it's pulpy. It's supposed to be forgettable. It's not supposed to be award-winning material. It feels very like 90s after-school cartoon. Yeah, and, thing, and that's the know? thing. Like, I don't Which know. I'm okay Maybe I'm, I'm too old. Like, I didn't appreciate it. Like, yeah. I was just there like, I, I, I like my cartoon references and reference material. When done right, I just think this was poorly done. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, the setup is thin, but ultimately it's not really what I'm there for. Um, it I it think is it, the action. No, yeah. and I agree with you it's there. Just, it kind of nudges the story along, but yeah. I mean, like, yeah, most of the dialogue is done with one drawing of one woman giving you sort of like a heads or, or the villain, saying, or the villain I'm popping to, in. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to kill you. Uh, you some, some of the oh. you can die in one hit. Yeah, so you can die yeah. in one hit. If you're shot once, you will die immediately. And then as you progress, uh, the enemies start developing different types of technology to deal with you or start mm, yeah. introducing different kinds of technology. So there's like missile turrets where the missile will follow you around if you run, but you can teleport to get away. Yep. But the explosion can still take you out if it hits an object that mm. you're next to. Yeah. Um, they also have these temporal displacers that basically nullify your ability. You cannot teleport in these rooms and they do this cool this is the one time the audio gets cool they do this Mm -hmm. audio thing where the music sort of just fades into the background and you just hear the lowest version of it and it sounds like there's a lot of noise like sounds like you're wearing earmuffs yeah it sounds like you're wearing earmuffs and you are separated completely from the soundtrack Mm -hmm. that is a really cool effect and it instantly communicates that you are in an environment where you don't have ultimate control the other audio toy with enemies though is fantastic and i just i wanted to throw this in there because i think that this is really important the teleport mechanic and the way, yes, you only pick up melee weapons, but then there's a point in the game where you could pick up, you, there's these uh, proximity mines on the ground, and when you get close to them, they start cooking, like you hear yeah. first beep, second beep, third beep, you gotta get rid of it, or get away from it. You could pick it up mm-hmm. and be holding it. So I could pick up a mine in one room, hmm. teleport through the wall, 
throw it on a guy, teleport out of the room. Yep. He's standing next to oh, two that's people. Cool. Boom. Oh, that's yeah. great. Sometimes he'll that, run into like a crowd of bad yeah. guys and take them all out. I yeah. was hoping it would have like uh, guns and stuff like Smash TV type yeah. stuff, but uh, it's all so melee based. So it's got based. stuff yeah. like You'll that. You'll mostly you use your fist. Yeah. yeah, and you feel really cool when you like pick up mine, do yep. that, pick up mine, go there. Yeah. And you want to watch it, but you can't see it because the, uh, like what happens because the camera is so limited. Yep. Like, you can sort of adjust the view slightly to just see what's happening in the next room. Mm. But it's not like you have 100% sensory perception of oh what happened in that room like are they all dead i don't know okay let me go check um but i also don't think it feels you really do like i think the gameplay Mm -hmm. in this game is is awesome it feels like it's the fact that they keep comparing it to like nightcrawler meets hotline miami i think is like kind of reductive because i think it's a lot more than that um like the puzzle element of it is really smart to me action puzzle yeah totally and i love that and i think one of the other audio cues i really love is Mm. that it's got this like sort of like 90s rage against the machine covered band soundtrack which is like whatever one song but when you when you die uh the music hits this like record scratch and everything goes gray so it'll be like yeah, mm-hmm. and that, that's and a then cool you're effect. like within a second and a half, you're right back in there. So it's yeah. got that Hotline Miami thing. Yeah. I wish it was like the tiniest bit faster. So my only beef, my other beef with this game is I just feel like the opening section takes too long to get yeah. interesting. Like they introduce you to the idea that you have teleportation powers and that melee is your primary means of combat. And by the way, when you punch someone, you don't just hit them; you send them to into a wall mm-hmm. in some cases. Yep. Like you have like almost Hulk-like strength when you punch people. Um, you can punch through a wall if you stand there and punch long enough. Like it takes 10 plus swings, but you can actually do that if you really want to. And enemies react to sound. But um, it takes too long on just focusing on that one ability. And I think, just think it's the developer sort of worried you don't have, the, have it down yet. But in a game where the minute you die, the repetition kicks in and you have to do it again, I think you're getting enough of the repetition. You didn't need like three levels of this game, three yeah, or four I levels. Mean. I felt like I already had a handle on it, but once I hit the middle section, it got interesting totally. in a great way. I'm just not sure if it pays off yet because I'm not done. Gotcha. Yeah. I've, I've only watched you play it. Yeah, um, it stutters a little bit, and yeah. when you punch, sometimes it doesn't land where you intended. Like if yep. I'll be swinging at Brian, and then it'll just like not hit him or swing over there, or it'll hit him, but my fist is facing that way. There's little hitches like that. that I also issues. Of. I actually actually was gonna say I, I noticed some slowdown towards the end of the game where things get a little more chaotic and they start throwing dozens of enemies. Handheld or TV? Handheld. Okay, I've entirely played this game handheld. Okay, I played it on the TV today for the first time, and it looked better than I thought. I played it at my desk, and he wasn't that impressed at first. Yeah. You know, if you see a video, the first 15 minutes, I start dying at minute nine, because guess who descended? <laughs> the troll. He was playing a recording, so I trolled him the entire time, which meant, like, he was completely screwed oh, up. Oh, really? So I if you watch dying, the video, like, you can pinpoint yeah. the moment that I walk up, yeah. and it's like, it freeze the it. moment. I think I even stopped moving at one point, because I turned him up, like, do you mind? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm nine I'm like, minutes in. Jose, are you supposed to get killed by that guy? Is that <laughs> oh. uh, all in all, like, I, I really dig the concept. I really dig the game. I think it's really fun. I, and I, I especially want to see, like, I'm I'm really happy to see stuff like this on the Switch in the first month or so. Yeah. Um, it's really unique, and I think it's like yeah, it's a cool I, genre twist. Totally, yeah. and it's like in a, as a handheld game, um, it's so much fun. I think it really works with that kind of quick pick hmm. up and play, especially dying a bunch of times. Then like you can die ten times in a row, pass a section, move on to the next, hit the power button in the corner, and then get on with your day yeah. and pick it back up again. And to Nintendo's credit too, this is another game that uh, at least the third party team is being pretty smart about. Like, hey, different genres each week. Like last week, it was something else. The week before that, it was Snake Pass. I was saying, yeah. 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 I actually tweeted out about the last three indie games I'm playing, and it's it's Graceful, Graceful Explosion, Explosion Machine, Machine yeah. Snake Pass, and Mr. Shifty, which are three games 
teams that could not be more different from each other. Yeah. The only thing that they share is that small teams worked on them. Yeah. And they've got indie RPGs and everything on the platform as well. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely variety for the smaller games um, if you if you seek it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with Splatoon and Mario Kart, they'll soon be variety yeah, with probably, the bigger games too, yeah. and, and arms as well. You're hitting hour 100 yeah. on Zelda. It's time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I got eight shrines left. I'm not done yet. I'm real. I've been, I, I know it's like for a lot of people, like uh, it, you can't focus on two games at once. And I know Zelda is the big one that you, you can't mm-hmm. take your eyes off. But like, there's a lot going on on the Switch. Can we talk about it now? Like, yeah. put, I, I, get back to Zelda. Yeah. You can play it forever. I'm but like, 200 hours. when you're ready... Uh, Jose and I are going to be over here having a conversation about some of the other awesome games in this thing. So yeah, I hope you're listening. Yeah, absolutely. I played some Lego City Undercover very yeah. quickly. I, load times are horrendous, but <laughs> the initial load time is bad. Yeah. But uh, that game picks up in an interesting way for me. As someone who didn't play it the first time around, oh, okay. I like it a, uh, a lot. I'm very uh, surprised how well the 80s cop stuff works, only because yeah. the average kid playing a Lego game doesn't get it, but I thought about it, and I'm like, well, that's a great way to get a parent's attention. Yeah. They're sitting there, and you're hearing Dirty Harry references and Columbo. When was the last time someone mentioned Columbo? <laughs> and, like, I think that was that probably was. me 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, look yes. that up if you're yeah. a youngin right now. because uh, that Just was one question. Yeah. And, I, and, and I, I think coming off a... Playing an open world game on Switch after Zelda seems daunting and terrifying, but this is a nice cool down, relaxing yeah. open world game. And I've game. never been big on the Lego games. I do think that Lego Star Wars uh, Episode Seven had enough improvements in the Lego yeah. formula over this yep. game, so it feels like a step back if yeah. you've played like some of the newer stuff. But whatever, like I, I'm enjoying it. I, it, it's just a bit controlled for an open world. But yep. I mean, that's every open world game, quite mm-hmm. frankly, except Breath of the Wild. Yep. All right, we've gone over and we got to go. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat uh, and for joining us this week. And are we plugging anything specific this week? Oh, um, there's a new episode of Link Together that I think went up today, uh, and there's a very, very, very awesome surprise. It's if, so good. If you yeah. recognize. I'll just well, I guess no I'll no don't spoil it. I'll don't spoil it. Yeah. Uh, there's a very awesome Breath of the Wild. It's a it's a show. It's about Zach Ryan and I playing Breath of the Wild together, each holding a Joy-Con, um, and it's very frustrating and funny. But uh, we get a very very special guest yeah, from Breath week. of the Wild make a, a special appearance in have, this episode. Yeah, have right you there. guys done the thing yet where you switch the controllers? We were gonna do it for um, you're usually the right one or which one are you? Left. You're left. Yeah. That'll be a surprise yeah. episode. So you're yeah. looking. You get to be the other side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Progress. Oh, My God. trolling thing is I always whistle when we're supposed to sneak in. <laughs> something like zach was like let's go to the great fairy and steal all the little fairies on the outside i'm like yeah sure totally <laughs> and they all fly away he's like damn it <laughs> they actually do fly away yeah. huh they built that in there yeah. they can yeah. hear you that yeah i don't yeah. like no, that totally. i didn't realize if that. you move yeah. quickly they'll run so i noticed yeah, that sound yeah. too fairies hate whistling. all right so check out <laughs> so linkedin link together okay. yeah link together linkedin link together i said linkedin where did that come from uh link together Are you looking for a job maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh thank you very much for watching and listening to another voice chat we're a weekly show on IGN. And of course, make sure you check out IGN.com. And that's our show. You can find Brendan Graber at... At Raga underscore Fraga. You can find... Why Agent are you laughing? Bi- I, I love that name. <laughs> uh, I'm at Agent Bizzle. And you can find Pear Snyder at... Pear IGN. All right, and you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll be back next week with more Nintendo Wish Out.